welcome to the incred podcast hello everyone and welcome to the incred podcast the topic that we'll be talking about today is uh, the importance of risk management for startups and we'll take a holistic overview of the foreseen risks uh, specifically for startups our speaker today is abhijit sanskiri who is a chartered accountant with over 3 decades of experience He is also a law graduate, uh, a mentor, and a speaker by passion. He is also an author and has finished writing a book called Risk D Risk, uh, and has also co-authored an e-book called Vive and Thrive, which is currently a bestseller on Amazon. So, uh, so hello, Abhijit. Uh, welcome to the Intrad Podcast. We are very happy to have you here with us. Hi. Good evening, Jia. Yeah. same year i am also quite happy to join you on this uh, podcast um, so abhijit uh, uh, i'd like to start off the podcast uh, uh, with a question that uh, what do you think is the interrelation between startups and risk management so first is it's uh, imperative to know what is a startup and then what's risk management so when when you are uh, finding a relation between anything it's it's very important that one clearly knows what the two things are now a startup means any venture which is started by a person or maybe a group of persons which has a unique and a distinct idea which they want to take it to market and and over a period of time scale it up so that's the basic uh, ideology of a startup yes. a startup generally would look for funds from outside and because mm-hmm. it's a early stage organization it would suffer from a lot of issues which could derail its its vision its mission its its plan and risk management is all about managing uncertainty risk is all mm-hmm. about what can go wrong what we don't see coming and any obstacles any uh, derailments any threats any vulnerabilities any gaps which are there so a startup because it being an uh, in the early stages of incubation needs to be very careful how it navigates the turbulent environment and it it comes out trumps on that so risk management is one of the key areas which a startup should look at so typically a startup would take funding from maybe either it will be a sole funding it could be funding from friends relatives it could be a crowd funding maybe they would have a private equity investor funding it or maybe there could be uh, other venture capitalists or uh, uh, offices of uh, individuals which could fund it so funding is is a key requirement and generally they get an initial round of funding a lot of time they have a very shoestring budget and the key is to get the second round of funding so whatever they have planned they want to execute it to perfection their ideas are basically new it's it's in the infancy so it's not really tested completely and again there are a lot of competition around so so in in all in all it's it's something which is not very clear and certain how they would go though there is a distinct plan there is a absolute clarity in idea absolute clarity in how they would execute but because there is no 
background to it there is uh, no experimentation done on how this would uh, basically succeed in the long run in terms of scalability that's where they would need this complexity and uncertainty and that's where risk management will all come out so risk management is is the primary uh, key area which all startups should ideally be concerned about right that is true um so according to you you know based in your over 30 years um, uh, experience um, in your respective field uh, which are say the top risk top 5 uh, risk that uh, startups would be most uh, susceptible to so uh, one the startup looks at innovation and creativity so if if you look at a product which is coming through a startup it it is something which is new it's it's unique it's it's generally not available in the market so so it's it's, it's a disruptive product generally so technology creativity and innovation are are the key uh, strengths of a startup that's it's an idea it's it's a it's it's at time a brilliant idea but hmm. then that's that that is the idea of the entrepreneur it is seriously not been consumed or tested in the market whether it really has a fan following so the biggest risk which is which a startup faces is conversion of an idea into a marketable and a scalable product now generally the entrepreneurs who are the founders of startups if he is a single guy he is more of a technological guy he is more of a product guy he is more of a service guy so it's it's not just one line which determines a business you you need finance so so availability of timely finance availability of liquidity is is one of the key key risk which a startup faces the second is marketing marketing branding advertising is is the second most important risk which a startup faces the third is availability of talented manpower so here again because they are basically working not on a great budget getting uh, good people to join them and maybe uh, in the initial stages when the going gets tough maybe to retain talent is is another risk that they face the the fourth is that they are always uh, maybe if they have uh, taken some uh, support whether financial or maybe uh, any other support then it's it's a third party which is there and that third party should basically be in sync with the ideologies of of the promoters who started this so so at a lot of times uh, the funders demand their own ways at times they they are not patient and and that's where uh, differences of opinion start creeping in about the manner of functioning about the manner of spending and about uh, even the speed of execution of some things between the promoters of fund and and the ones who who fund them so that's another risk which they face obviously there is competition all around and then hmm. the cost of compliance the cost of uh, regulation regulations keep on changing compliance is becoming strict stricter than ever before so it's it's all about uh, managing regulations and compliance and then you have this one off event so so if you have a startup which were which would have just 
did all its homework would have done all its planning would have done all the necessary speed work and were just ready to kick off when uh, the covid would have happened then i yeah. really because lockdown all plans would have been on hold and then if you have taken money from somebody and then that money has maybe a cost if it's a debt if it's equity yes again uh, your break even uh, point gets uh, elongated so so again there, there are a lot of these risks uh, which are there there are these uh, uh, what you call the hidden risks which which uh, lurk everywhere and that's what uh, a startup needs to be uh, careful of because uh, you you don't see a lot of things coming because you have never faced it before and uh, you be caught in with some nasty unpleasant surprises so these these are uh, maybe some risks which uh, a startup faces then again it's it's uh, maybe your idea is uh, once it's uh, basically out in the market somebody would copy it and make a much better cheaper version of it and also compete with you so that's that's another risk which uh, they would also face so again uh, risks of uh, finding the right uh, infrastructure finding the right suppliers finding the right customers who pay you on time so so these are again other typical risks which uh, a startup would face these are these are actually quite real and uh, very practical uh, risks that you manage uh, that you mentioned right now so yeah. what is your uh, take on how startups can uh, tackle these uh, risks since so, they can answer uh, i i really when when a startup uh, is going into the market it needs to do a thorough swot analysis exactly what their strengths are what their weaknesses are what their opportunities are and what their threats are and they got to match their strengths with the opportunities and once they do it in sync then they also got to look at what are their weaknesses and what could be the threats so it it starts with uh, an effective risk management which uh, may be laying down scenarios where uh, there could be something which uh, they may not have foreseen and if it could hit them so so uh, one thing what we do is we do a stress test so uh, a lot of variables if these were to happen then how would uh, the startup uh, uh, cope with all of that whether it has the necessary buffers to manage the shock so maybe uh, uh, capital or liquidity to bear with something like like a covid so a lot of organizations yeah. had the will power see the businesses were shut for about 3 months so yes. so you have the staff you if you don't pay them even something then they would obviously mm-hmm. leave they would because uh, some of the staff would uh, would be on very uh, frugal budgets and they would have their fixed cost to spend so so retention in in such scenarios and having the necessary uh, liquidity uh, to manage crisis is so crisis management is is one key area which any startup should look at and make a liability or a laundry risk list of all risks you could face and then maybe how you face them with uh, what you call uh, anticipation and proactiveness it's so it's as i always say it's better to prepare to prevent than to repair and repent so it's it's Uh, what we say a stitch in time saves nine so uh, uh, be prepared for all eventualities have your buffers have your cushions have all information that this could happen so you're not taken by surprise there's no anxiety there's no stress 
and and you mm -hmm. handle it uh, as cool as you can and and basically uh, put your best foot forward so it's it's uh, knowing what can hit you unpleasantly and being prepared for that so it may be be it in uh, uh, what do you call uh, a technological risk a regulatory risk a market risk suddenly the interest rates change the interest rate risk the regulatory mm -hmm. risk the the pandemic risk uh, any any sort of risks which are there just note it down and and don't assume don't assume things will go your way assume the worst case scenario and be prepared for the worst case scenario if you can handle the worst case scenario ideally you can handle anything so if if you are very clear on what you are going to do and how you would do it and maybe any challenges across that come in your way you are prepared to face it and easily surpass that then i really don't think uh, that would be an issue because you you've all factored that in it's it's all budgeted it's all planned it's it's mm. it's a system process and and that should take care on an autopilot mode uh, by itself if everything is seen through and planned right uh avijit you you got a very uh, interesting point you know uh, many startups weren't actually prepared for an event like uh, covid uh, and now luckily with the vaccine coming in um, things are again back to normal so what would your advice be to startups who are now uh, again gaining gra gaining ground after uh, going through a lull period so, so as i always say it's, it's somebody says it's it's a buka world a world full of volatility uncertainty complexity ambiguity it's it's again uh, what we call is is a place where you need to be uh, fast and when i mean by fast is you need to be flexible you need to be adaptable you need to be speedy and you need to be in time so uh, all organizations need to be agile and and be able to adjust to any changing scenarios and it's it's the survival of the fitter among the fittest it's it's it was earlier the survival of the fittest it's now the survival of the fitter among the fittest because such a, a rude shocks which we got have have really tested a lot of uh, startups and, and and there were a lot of uh, organizations which just couldn't bear uh the fixed cost which they had so so even uh, you had a lot of restaurants they couldn't uh, bear to pay the rent they couldn't yeah. bear to pay some salary to their staff a lot of uh, staff who was maybe in a city like mumbai they came from outside because of the fact that uh, the salaries were not coming and because of the uncertainty they went back to their home and uh, it took a lot of time for these guys to again come back so those who could surpass or surmount these issues are ones uh, who are uh, back to market with with speed and with a vengeance and uh, uh, as as the early bird catches the worm they 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 are back uh, as swiftly and as speedily as they can and that's the ones who are making merry so so maybe the market may have shrunk but your competition has also shrunk so ideally you may have a smaller pie but you may have a bigger chunk of that smaller pie so so if you are yeah. good and really really good then i believe there's there's nothing to to fear i think uh, because uh, the ones who are not fit the ones who are not healthy the ones who are not able to withstand this pressure 
will eventually fall away. And and some, as I say, if you could be the last man standing, I think then you could face mm -hmm. anything. Somebody who is who survived this pandemic successfully, I think uh, he'll be easily able to uh, navigate the future quite easily going ahead. Because this was one of the worst things which could have happened. And true, if, if you true. be prepared for the worst, then you could be prepared for anything ahead. That's so true. Uh, out of curiosity, um, I just wanted to know um, uh, how do risks differ uh, from a product-oriented uh, company versus a services-oriented company? Um, the risk of imitation uh, is, is not there because I believe the offering itself is, is subjective. So how do risks differ for these two different types of uh, startups? So when you are talking of a product, it's, it's uh, either you could be in the manufacturing part of it or you could hmm. be in the distribution part of it. And uh, hmm. technically, when you're talking of a service, it could be a service which uh, would be giving uh, some part of a time. And service hmm. would depend on what, what I call uh, is, is, is your CCTV functioning all the time. So is it, it would be a function of your competency. It could be a function of your credibility. It could be a function of your talent and it could be a function of value and values which you bring on the table. So a service organization has a different class of customers. It's, it's, it's basically maybe in case there is a promoter, then, then the credibility of the promoter of the top, top guy to drive it through. And uh, it's uh, basically how unique, how distinct they are. And, and that's, that's another philosophy which I, I use, which I say hurt mad. So it's, it's, are you being helpful, useful, and relevant with trust mm. to make a difference? So that would be the key of any service organization. They would be hurting mad with their CCTV. So uh, service would take one part. When you're talking of a product, then technically the first thing which comes to a mind of everybody, any, any, any person you ask of a product, then he would, he would take a product like maybe an, uh, uh, an Apple iPhone or he would, he would take maybe in case of it, it's, you could take another product, maybe a Nike shoe, or he, you, you could take maybe uh, in, uh, uh, let's say, if you're taking uh, a car, then, then you could take, take a Porsche or, or a Mercedes or, or a BMW. So these guys have, when you, it's a product, it's all about branding and, and, the branding is all about a unique feature, which could be quality. It could be something, a status symbol. So it could be uh, an, an uh, top-class service, which would be there. It would be so technologically advanced. It would be so simple to use. Maybe it could compete on price. Maybe at certain levels, pricing would be an issue. Maybe availability at all times would be an issue. So a, a product would compete on, on various fronts, uh, whereas a service would, would be distinct uh, in the case that service would primarily depend on maybe how you exceed uh, the customer expectations, which would also be there in a product, but a product will have something of a gestation period, a product will have a manufacturing, a product will have uh, more fixed costs uh, than yeah. and it would be a much uh, more uh, heavily capitalized and a regulated uh, entity than maybe a service organization is. A, a, a product organization would have much more staffing 
than than a service. A service organization would be much more leaner. So, so the modalities of functioning of both these organizations being different, the risks or the challenges they face would be different, and and similarly would be the approach to handling them. Right. So true. Uh, great, Abhijit. I think we are almost towards the end. So before we conclude, um, what would be your parting thoughts? Uh, any advice that you would have for startups that are yet to begin their journey? So the first thing is the startups. Uh, in a very single statement, I could I could state is the startups are here to disrupt. So they have a disruptive idea, which uh, it's 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 unique, it's distinct, it's it's they want to scale it up, they they want to make a difference. Uh, so so they have a lot of creativity, they have a lot of innovation uh, coming in. So my advice is that you are out to disrupt the market. Don't be disrupted yourself. And and when I'm saying don't be disrupted yourself is don't be disrupted by any of the risks which could hit you. So be prepared, plan, plan your journey, take help of uh, relevant experts or uh, I, I would say somebody who's experienced and, and maybe just tick off all your risk boxes and, and your, you anticipate the worst case scenario and, and be prepared positively to face anything. I think, uh, uh, that's that's the key which uh, any any start so effective and efficient risk management which is management of what could be uncertain what you don't see coming so it's it's basically know what you don't know so uh, at times startups go with uh, maybe some assumption that they know everything and that's their best product available so at times they seek from uh, a certain level of arrogance. I think be humble, be grounded, be there on the ground, listen to what the ground reality is and uh, go ahead uh, positively. Let there be a structure, let there be a process, let there be a system and make it a win-win for uh, everybody in the issue. Risks are there, you need to manage them proactively and, and uh, prevent them from actually striking you. So disrupt people, disrupt mm. the planet, but don't get disrupted yourself. I think that, that would be mm. the key which would be there for any staff. Great. Great, obviously. Thank you so much for your time. I think that was uh, really some valuable advice. Uh, it's been great having you here with us. Thank, thank you. you so thank much. you. It was my thank pleasure you. too. Thank you.